X. See the shots that I took, wet like on book, wet like on Lizzie. I be spinning valley circle blocks till I'm dizzy. Like where is he? No one seen him. I'm tryna clean him. She's in love with who I am. Back in high school, I used to bust it to the dance. Now I hit the FBO with duffels in my hands. I did half a Zan, 13 hours till I land. Had me out like a light, 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 like a light. All right, welcome back. This is Heat Check with Brandon and Greg. Yes, sir. It's just alphabetical. Like it's not in terms of importance of names. Just so you know. Of course not. Okay. I didn't want you to feel like yeah you were the B roll. Okay. I appreciate that. You know, I just it's, it's important. Um, we're gonna start music again. Uh, Drake dropped two. So- I think he dropped a third song actually. I didn't hear the third song, but I can't remember. What, I think it's called "Not Around" or something like that. But I only heard two. We heard we heard Chicago freestyle. When to say when? Did you see the video? Music video dropped too. I did. Yes. Yeah. I li- I mean I liked the both songs. Like I like this Drake. Yeah. Yeah. Drake talking in mess. I love it. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I like I like a good video. Like videos have kind of gone out of. They definitely have style, gone out of style a little but, bit. You but know, I think, I think like the recent songs that have come out with music videos and like the recent past that have been like really good music videos. I've banged with the song even more. So like, yeah. um, I don't know if you've seen the Pretty Little Fears um, music video. It's the J Cole and Black, or no, Black and J Cole. Not. Yeah, it's a. Yeah, it's a pretty sweet music video. But anyway, check it out if you get a chance. I don't like the music videos that do the to be continue, but they never continue. Uh, yeah, so that's not one of those. But. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just just a side note. It made me remember that. Yeah. Because right. uh, Ronald Isley did Contagious, um, which is an incredible song. And the video is like a to be continue. And I'm just trying to figure out how R. Kelly's character knew Mr. Biggs. And like we never, to, we never got that clarification. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna get that clarification either. I'll be honest with you. That's fine. Yeah. I, I, R. Kelly didn't need to be in the second part. I needed him, but this was years and years ago, so maybe before you were born. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Because <laughs> you're like 2002, right? Yeah, 2004 actually. Yeah. Oh my bad, my bad, my yeah. bad. <laughs> um, Pretty crazy. Yeah, no, I, I like both of them. I think. I gotta hear them both in the car. I don't like the SoundCloud drops because I can't download them and just take. I mean, I could play. I don't. It's not like yeah, the data's an issue, but in terms of just like convenience of where I keep music, it's. Do you think th- these two are gonna be on his new album? No. Because he he did in in December he did confirm that he's working on a project. I don't to think be these are on it. I don't think Desires are on it. You think it's just kind of like the what was just, it last year the yeah um, the care package. He just dropped all the Lucy's from. Yeah, no, but there was maybe it was two years ago. I can't remember. He dropped like just a two pack of songs that were oh, just after the Raptors won the title. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I yeah. don't know. It just seems they don't seem to be like um Chicago freestyle seems to fall in line with the certain time at a certain place. Yep, freestyles that yep. haven't been on any albums. Yep. So I don't. I doubt it. When to say when? Maybe. Both are good songs. Yeah, I we'll see. I, I kind of want to hear more drill from Drake, though. He yeah. get, he started getting into it a little bit, and I like the drill, drill Drake style, but like, we'll see. Yeah, I need more of Drake just taking the the, the rolls out because he felt like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's in the driver's seat. Yeah. 
Let's save a drink I want to hear. Um, any other new music that you're listening to? Uh, not new music. I saw um, little baby dropped. Um, it's not bad. Oh, I haven't heard that yet. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, it's he doesn't really go too far off what he's been doing. So like, if you really love little baby, you're gonna really love the album. If you don't really love little baby, then probably not your stuff. Okay. Um, I was gonna say I've been watching a a couple episodes of this YouTube show called The Cosign. And it's basically you pick an artist and then they will talk about some up and coming artists that are from like the same area. So they did like Mm -hmm. Lil John. It was like a Atlanta artist. Mm -hmm. Um, And I forget. Oh, it was Jesus and Meryl. And one of the songs that they gave him was What's Poppin' by Jack Harlow. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this song still goes hard. They didn't like it. (laughs) That's too bad. (laughs) They were like, it's 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 tough because like. You know, right away, just seeing the video, I wanted to cut it off. But I didn't see the video. I didn't. I didn't see the video, but I can tell you, it's no. That that song is hard. Um, they uh, they they did end up saying it kind of has a nice little bop to it, but they didn't pick it. Uh, there's a song Sada Baby called Slide, which is the video is just hilarious. It's just really funny, so you should check that out. Um, all right, let's get into what we do and love best. What was the worst loss of the week? Are we talking college basketball? Or are we talking... Right to college basketball. Duke lost again. So now, does that change your mind about the previous week? Um, I mean, the Wake Forest lost. Uh, that was just, yeah, it was bad. That was straight up bad. NC State is a bubble team, and I'll stand by that. That even, it was 22 points. Like, that was a bad loss. Um, but that was not as bad as Wake Forest loss. Um, I think the worst loss of the week was probably Baylor at TCU because that makes two straight losses for Baylor. And as of right now, they're, they still have to play tonight, but they're playing a Texas Tech team that gives team troubles. And I think it's number 22 in the country right now. Um, so, yeah, like that, that Baylor loss wasn't good. I don't know who wants a one seed or who wants a two seed even. Um, but yeah, Duke just can't be losing like that. Um, and they lost to Virginia, uh, not that long ago either. Are there certain so, losses that if you have a loss versus this team during the season, that should banish you from a one seed? Yes. Losing at TCU should banish you from one seed for sure. There's just. But I'm saying, okay, let's say Baylor was goes. That was their one loss of the season. Like I'm talking about, like that. Like you lose to this team, you're banished. Um, like, if if you're a mid major, I think. Like I think the leeway that San Diego State has. And nah, that, I, I, excluding like the. So we're talking Power Five. We're talking yeah, like you're a. Big we're talking game. you are a dominant you're, team late in the season. You are undeniably a number one seed, and then you lose a game, and you're also. I don't done. even think late in the season. I don't, anywhere in the season. No, nah, I think it's got to be late in the season. Okay, I'll give you mid mid midway point. I mean, if there are you no lose injuries, full health. Well, Duke's not a one seed. Well, not definitely not. They they weren't even a one seed going into like last week. Okay, well, but that's my point. My point is is you, these top tier. You're you're clearly the best team in the country. Okay, is there a loss that could take you out of a one seed, or should there be? Um, it depends how dominant you've been over. The year and how like far up 
far apart you've set yourself. But if you are like relatively close to other teams and have performed pretty well, um, but just a hair ahead, and then you have a terrible loss, then yeah, you're probably yeah yeah you could probably be like kicked out. No, see, I disagree. You don't think that there's a loss? No, I think that there should be an like they should look at your schedule at the beginning of the year, and then like if everything goes according to plan, like you should there should be a death penalty for teams. So like you're the number one team, you're far and above the best team in the country, and you lose to like University of San Francisco, the best you can get is a two seed. It's like it's like turning in an assignment late. You know, you got to get docked. I just, I, I just don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I see what you're saying. Um, like, you know what I mean? But, cause no, 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 like, no, 100%, 100%. Um, but, like, this year's tough because this year's so This different. year, everybody It's will, so will, different. Um, but yeah. in previous years, yeah, like, let's say the Kentucky team that was, um, I think they were undefeated going into the tournament when they had Anthony Davis, or yeah. they were, like, I know they were one I soon. thought, I think it was that year because I, I was on record. With like talking people think I was like I don't think they're that good, and then they won the title. So yeah, I haven't picked Kentucky to win, but I, that has screwed me over a couple times. That's all right. Um, but no, like I, th- I think if you have a team that's at that point they were the most talented team, right? Or let's just take Kentucky as the example, um, and let's say they lose a home game to I don't know Ole Miss when Ole Miss is awful at the like going into the tournament or going into the the SEC tournament like at the end of the year, then I think that certainly weighs on the committee. Like, it's a little bit different between NCAA football and NCAA basketball, right? Like, the committee tends to go off trends in college basketball much more so than they do in college football. Um so, in, in my opinion, I'll keep the same energy. If you lo- if you lose to an FCS team, and, yeah, you're done. And or don't beat them by at least twenty one points. No, no, it doesn't matter about twenty. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. If like if you're okay, so if you're if, if you're, it comes down to a last second field goal, does not matter. You, you won the to, game. No, it does not matter. You won the game. No, <laughs> that it, you, you can't make the college playoff. <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't probably, no, but you can't make it. But you Definitely. can. I mean, like, unless you lose games in college football to teams that you shouldn't, you're in the turn. You like, you're like, you in the playoff for sure. There have been a number of teams in previous years that have been top four and then barely escaped, and it really hasn't docked them at all. Yeah, I just don't like that. And this is not a football podcast, but I just don't like that you can lose early and have forgiveness, but if you lose late, now all of a sudden it's, it's like a worse loss. Uh, it depends on who you are, which is what bugs me about college football. Exactly, but yeah. Um, and I, th- but honestly, like I think college basketball is the same way. Like, um, but there's in terms of who you are, sixty-four teams. There, there's certainly leeway, yes. But I still think the committee has biases. Like, for example, um, Virginia has won the last, I think, six games or something like that. Michigan State goes on the road and beats Maryland handily, and they only move up one spot. I think it was. Duke loses two games and doesn't fall that far. It's like, oh, what did Duke fall to? They fell at twelve. Yeah, no, 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 don't do that, don't do that. I'm they upset. Fell they should fall farther. After Wake Forest, then I'm surprised they didn't fall. They farther. They fell yes. one spot, losing to NC State by twenty-two. Yeah, and Michigan State goes on the road to beat Maryland, who's number nine in the country, I believe, at yeah. the time, and goes up one spot. Doesn't make any sense to me. And I just saw 
some articles last week too about how Maryland could win a title this year. Yeah, I mean the Big Ten's the most competitive college basketball conference. Like it's not close. Um, they're gonna send all but probably three teams at this point because now I don't think Minnesota's gonna make it. But um, every single other team is gonna make it, and I would say there's a handful that have a legitimate shot. I think Maryland's got a shot. I think Michigan State has a shot. Um, I don't see from them this year. I'm not sure. Wait, who? Michigan State. I to don't win know, it man. all. I don't, I don't know. know. Senior Cassius Winston you got senior guard play. All you need in the NCAA tournament is senior guard play. Is is you need guard play. If you have if you have good guard play in the NCAA tournament and you have senior leadership and you have experience and a good coach, that's the recipe for success. Doesn't matter what rank you are going in. How far are Oregon going? I think they have potential to go far. I mean, Peyton Pritchard, they have I mean, they have the senior leadership that they need. They and have a good coach. I think he's like a sixth year senior, so that's even better. They he's at least a fifth year senior. I feel like he's been in college for he's been, twenty eight years. I he's like he's one of those players. I, I feel like that. it just feels like he's been playing forever. Oh, like, like uh, uh, who, who was that for Kansas a few years ago? No, I was saying who's the dude? Uh, is it Peyton Silva for Louisville? I mean, that yeah, dude he went was, at least eight seasons. Who am I thinking of for Kansas right now? Um, <laughs> Guard? No, he was a center. Uh, let's check this out right now. Oh yeah, I wish I don't know who you're talking about. But no, the the Peyton is it Peyton Silva? Yeah, that was his name. Yeah. Yeah, he was one of those. Aaron Kraft from Ohio State. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Another, he was there for a while. Another twelve year senior. Yeah, I mean Frank Mason was at Kansas for a while. I yeah. feel. Um, there's always yeah, there's certain guys. That, it just kind of feels like they've been there forever. Yeah, for sure. But um, damn, I forgot what we were talking about. Was it Perry Ellis? Yeah, it was Perry, Perry Ellis. Ellis. I was yeah, yeah. And he, he was balding 40. too. He was balding <laughs> yeah. by the end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was there forever. Yeah, that was it. That um, was it right there. But yeah, no, like I think from, I think from the Big Ten, you do have a handful of teams. I wouldn't want to play Penn State right now, which is so weird to say. But I, I wouldn't want to play Penn State right now. Um, certainly, want to wouldn't want to play Michigan State or. Um, or Maryland, Ohio State's picking back up where they started off the season. Um, what happened to Michigan? And I mean, they're gonna get in and they're gonna be a tough out. But yeah, I mean, they they fell off as well. Off they, of the, the one week they had, where they were good. I mean, they were at the start of the year that seemed like they could beat anybody. Um, but it uh, it was very short lived. Um, now switch. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, I think. I wouldn't want to run into that. I, I think the big if you get matched up against a Big Ten team in the conference, you're in the uh, NCAA tournament. I think you're going to have an issue. And um, so from the Big Ten, yeah, Oregon I see is legitimate. Like they they could go on a run for sure because they have the recipe for success in Peyton Pritchard and Dana Altman, and you know they're getting really good production. Um, I mean, I guess that's right. You had Kimba and who was his coach? Um, oh, oh my! It was um, Bayhan. I get, no, he's at no, Syracuse. It looks. I know. Holy smokes! This is. I bad. can't think of his name. That's why I asked. But you had Kimba. You go. You get hot and go on a run. Yeah, I mean that's if you look at any of the Shabazz Napier. Yeah, I mean that was his. Um, it was Jim Calhoun. That's is who I'm thinking of. But yeah. then even uh, even when they had Kevin Ollie. That, I think yeah. that was Shabazz Napier's first year. Yeah. Or not first year, but that was their national was championship 40, year. It was yeah. Kevin Ollie's first year. Um, 
so they had senior leadership and, and guard play. Um, you look at the list of NCAA champions over the last... Virginia. They were all old, but with the exception of, like, They also lost to a 16 seed, so... Yeah, and they won the next year, so... <laughs> See, they should have been banished. They shouldn't have been allowed to play that year. Yeah, that was really sad. I was there, though. And it was you were at the game? I was at the game, yeah. Me, oh, me, no. it was We were on spring break, yeah. Uh, it was the... It was the... I would say probably the best, like, neutral environment that I've ever been to, right? Because I'm not going to um, not gonna say it was better than, like, Fenway or, you know, the Garden or something like that. But in terms of a, of I don't a know. neutral... In terms of history, that no, might be better. In terms of history, honestly, yeah. <laughs> but um, it was just because when you... Um, for those of you who don't know, like, if you go to an NCAA tournament, um, you buy games in, in packs of two. So... Um, you buy a session, a ticket for a session, essentially. And me and my buddy were on spring break um, in North Carolina visiting my brother, and the games were in Charlotte. So we were like, okay, we can either go to the five twelve that year, which was, um, I think it was five twelve. It, it was Providence UNC. I can't remember the other game. And then the other option was one sixteen, which was Virginia UMBC, and then um, Creighton Kansas State. So we were like, well. First of all, we both thought Virginia was going to win, and UMBC's in the same conference as school that we went to undergrad at. So we're like, you know what? That'd be cool to see. Plus, we want to go see the national champions. <clears throat> yeah, I had picked Virginia. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we, like, the first game was all right. It was pretty good. Um, <clears throat> Kansas State ends up winning by, like, 10 or 12 or something like that. And, um, you know, it's in it's in charlotte north carolina so there are a lot of acc fans there um and the north carolina game was the session before so if i mean there were some carolina fans in there but not that many but it was a lot of you know duke hats and there were some unc hats some nc state hats it was just acc fans and um it got to half it went into halftime tied and it was it was just weird because like my buddy was like oh no they got it they got it and of course me i was First of all, I love Tony Bennett. I love Virginia style basketball. Right? They're just—I don't know why I love it, but I absolutely love it. Um, so is I was because you can't score; you're just all defense. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and so, um, and so it's just so true that that's—it's so sad that that's true, but it is. And um, so, anyways, like it, it gets to halftime is tied. Um, nobody's really taking it serious. It's like, okay, yeah, they're just gonna turn the Jets on, you know, second half, and then. As the game started going on, more and more people just started getting on the UMBC, you know, bandwagon, and they couldn't miss a shot, and Virginia couldn't stop them, and they couldn't make anything themselves. So it got to like twelve minutes left, and I was like, you know what, screw it. Like I was cheering for Virginia, and I was like, I think I, I think I just got to root for the upset now. So there was like a weird time between like minute I'd say twelve and sixteen when UMBC goes on a crazy run, and gets up like. 18, 20 points, and all of a sudden people are all around are realizing, like, holy crap, like, this is going to happen. And, of course, it took, like, some people a while, like, no way, no way, no way. And then there was a moment when it was um, uh, Lyles. Um, shoot. I, I want to say Trey Lyles, but that's not right. Um, and he gets fouled, and he takes, like, this, this, like, running floater, like, five steps over half court, right? wasn't a shot. He got fouled. Um, somebody wanted for a steal. He takes like a, a couple shots and just like yeah, a couple steps and just throws it up to the ceiling and it goes in somehow. Right. And it wasn't an and one, but like the, it went in the place erupted. And that's when everyone was like, 
this is happening. And I'm telling you, every single person in that building that was not wearing a Virginia hat, that didn't go to Virginia or wasn't currently going to Virginia, every single person that was losing it every time UMBC made a bucket. And uh, it was a crazy experience because it turned, all of a sudden it turned into, I don't know how many people, but I want to say 20,000 just screaming for UMBC. It was crazy. So, <clears throat> yeah, bad. that was sad because uh, I could have swore Kansas was going to be the first six, one to lose to a 16 seed. Yeah, then it's just Virginia. And, of I course, just... that wasn't good for their style of play at the time, too, because they already got criticism. Oh, like, you can't win with defense, you can't win with defense, and then that happens. It's like, yeesh. Yeah. you got to win the championship the next year. Like that You have to, to. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they should have lost. They could have lost to Oregon, actually, in that championship game. Like, Oregon played them close in, like, the... Championship game. I'm sorry, in, like, the Sweet 16. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, Championship okay. season, I meant. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Oregon yeah. played them close. Yeah, and then Auburn played them close. I think Auburn played them in the Elite Eight, maybe. And then they beat... Um, they beat Texas Tech in the, ne- in the National Championship. Tennessee on that run? No, no Tennessee, Tennessee lost earlier to yeah. Purdue. I don't know, but yes, it wasn't. because we were in Vegas and Purdue played Virginia, and... Yeah, it was Carson Edwards, because Carson, Carson Edwards, Edwards had like 50, so I want to say like 51 or 41. Yeah, he was or going he nuts, yeah. but I had done a like five-game parlay and ended up, because they went to OT, ended up hitting on that one, but the Blazers lost by eight, or excuse oh, me, man. lost by nine instead of six, and I lost the parlay. Yeah, parlay Because suck. I think CJ McCollum blew a layup that would have cut it to four, and then they came down and hit a three and ended up going to nine. I was just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so that was pretty, that's, that's, that's a pretty dope story. But yeah, I mean, you, you gotta win a national championship. And they did. But like, it was funny because it went from all of a sudden defense cannot win you a national championship to all of a sudden, because Texas Tech and Virginia were the two net best defenses in the country by far. Yeah. And they met in the national championship and I was, I, you know, Texas Tech stuck to like... my guns. I won like 250 bucks that year. It's great. I felt like Texas Tech was a better offensive team too. That was that was crazy. Yeah, I mean they were a good team last year, um, but so was Virginia had like Kyle Guy and um, and they had Diakite at the time, and they had Ty Jerome who made a couple sick passes. Um, yeah, I mean they were that was a fun team. It was a good game. Huge fan. <laughs> Huge fan. But yeah, no. If you if so, anyways. We got off topic, but if you go back um, through the years, I'll just list off the coaches. You got who won the national championship. Tony Bennett, Jay Wright, Roy Williams, Jay Wright, Mike Krzyzewski, Kevin Ollie, Rick Pitino, Calipari, Calhoun, Krzyzewski, Williams, Bill Self, Billy Donovan, Billy Donovan, Roy Williams, Jim Calhoun, Jim Beheim. Like, so there's six coaches. Okay. Yeah, it's all like you have six coaches, and then on all those teams you have, with the exception of like the – Calipari teams you have elite guard play well even not even on elite. those teams you, you had need, you had you elite need, guard play you need a guard that's not great but very good because i think elite then, guard then, play then they don't go to the draft well i mean it doesn't matter like with with well, that's what i'm saying like the, the elite elite players leave and that's why you have yeah, yeah but like that's why so you gotta have some very good well that's why Calipari has succeeded yeah. Um, all right. So the Lakers have played the Pelicans like six times in the last week, and mm-hmm. Zion's averaging like thirty-four points a game against them. Yeah, he's an issue. Not gonna lie, he's an issue. Why does it work? 
Like I've been trying to sit I've, there and I've think been about trying it. to figure that understand. out too. I think it's because of his weight. Um, because <clears throat> you have players that have not his vert, but have similar verts, right? Um, so you can look at those, and those don't really work nearly to the like they don't put you a vertical leap does not put you into the elite of elite players, right? That doesn't necessarily make you succeed. Then you've got players, if you look at players at a size of this position, you got like Draymond Green, who's also smaller. Um, is he that successful without Stephen Clay? I would argue no, but um, I think he's a very good system player. Um, but well, he's not an offensive player, so... Right. It, his best assets are passing, I guess, spacing run, the running floor, your offense, defense, and, and defense. grit. Yeah, but... Even defensively, like, Zion's still putting on a, a show with his blocks, which, like, isn't the best metric of defense, obviously. But they're all help side, too, so. Yeah. Um, but I, I think his weight, because you can't have smaller players guard him. What made them think they could put Kuzma on him? Yeah. Like, let's, let's, let's think about it. In what world I, I, can Kuzma do anything? I honestly to think. Stop Zion? I honestly think, and I'm not joking. I don't think that they want AD or LeBron guarding him all game because I think it's a legitimate injury risk. For who? Them? Yes. Um. Like the think about Zion jumping all over you all game and banging on you all game. Yeah. I mean, maybe AD didn't Kuzma play. Kuzma is more night, disposable than LeBron and AD. Let's just. But like, he's already that. not a good defender, and so you're just saying like, here you have no shot now. I mean, that's what the Pelicans were doing with Josh Hart too. They were throwing him on LeBron, and that wasn't working, at all. Yeah, well, they try they try to put Drew Holiday on him a lot. They they tried well. to yeah they well they tried to essentially like let LeBron take Josh Hart down to the post and then they were sending a late help for a double team to kind of like as a dig essentially and they just weren't rotating quick enough because Josh Hart wasn't holding his own for yeah. as long as he needed Aren't to any of the moves yeah and and that's not a, like it's not against Josh Hart right? like it's he's not it's not a whole lot you can do no nobody can do a whole lot against that but like especially not a smaller guard yeah so oh well yeah all right, well, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that Oregon women won their third straight Pac-12 title. Yes, they did. Uh, Sabrina and Ruthie are the one and two leading scorers in Oregon women's basketball time. Uh, yes, I think that's how... I, for, I don't know if that's taken into account regular season and... Um... I assume it's regular season because they said in their last games they're now one and two because... so. They're clearly going to play a few more games. Yeah. Um, I I think they kind of um, – I think the – like on social media, I think that the Oregon women's team um, and all the praise around it was very um, – it kind of suited well, right? Like it was um, – you know, like congratulations to them. It's a three-peat. That's a great accomplishment. Uh, but we still have work to do, right? And like yeah. – I'm not saying that's difficult for a team that hasn't necessarily been there all along, but I mean they won three Pac-12 championships, 
right? And that's a huge accomplishment. And I don't Especially think I don't think Stanford Oregon's done. I don't know. And Oregon State. Yeah, I don't think that they've probably. done that before either. The school. I don't believe. I could be wrong. But yeah, um, yeah like I, I, I think that they got to keep focused, and I think they'll be. So they have yeah. great guard play. Senior guards, Eric. Yeah, they have all, they have all right guard play, <laughs> and uh, very backward. I'm telling you, it's just different. I mean, the whole team is different, but I think I think you can put the house on them. Yeah, I can put the house on. Them. I. It's just hard to see them losing to someone, and it's just like they're so good. Yep. They. I mean, they were right there last year, um, and then you ran into a tough. They lost to Baylor, something like that. Yeah. Uh, you ran into a tough team last year, but I mean, if you think about it, even with with Kobe's passing now too, I think that there's just a little extra layer for Sabrina. For sure. And so, like I, and they've they've handled some really good teams as well. Like they. They ran Stanford out the gym twice. Um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't particularly close with Oregon the State. The first Oregon either. State game, Oregon State came back a little late, but they, you know, for it the was most a part, it was, you know, they pushed that up to 15, 20 points. Yep. Um, so it's just like, I think the Louisville loss is a little forgivable because I think probably rode that high of that. I think the USA team a little too much. Yeah, that, and they kind of made it up by going and just clapping UConn, so. <laughs> Smacked UConn? Yeah, I think you kind of get a pass on that one. Yeah, so uh, they're uh, they're definitely a problem. So they're, I, I can't. I, Put the house on where, them. Where is the championship game for them? Is it in New Orleans? Why did I? New yeah. Orleans? Yeah, I think. Or is the men in New Orleans? No, I think. I thought it was either in New, New Orleans. Orleans or in Atlanta. I don't know why I thought it was. Uh no, it's in New Orleans. Yep. It's in New Orleans. Are we going to New Orleans if they make it? I mean that'd be cool. You know, just <laughs> podcast gonna pop. Um, yeah, so I think they're I think they're gonna do a great job. Um and uh best of luck to them. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Zach Levine, upset with the Bulls, has a little scrum with the coach and then knocks down a three from, like, the logo. Yeah. Should he stay or should he go? I'm so out on Zach Levine and I can't tell you why. I've just never, ever been a believer in him. He's kind of nice. He's kind of nice. Uh, yes. Like, did you see the game against the Hornets? Earlier this season, where he hits like eight threes in a row to send that game, that game. Zach Levine is a talented player, right? Mm. What extent are you? Do you believe in him? Because he is. There is no shot that he's a number one on a championship team. There is no. no shot that he's a number two on a championship team. I could see it. Really? Behind who? He's nice. Behind who? Do you want me to give you So let's let's the, say let's say Anthony Davis fair answer or let, let's say Anthony Davis 
Let's put him on the Lakers with LeBron. Let's put him on the Lakers with LeBron. Let's put him on Milwaukee with Giannis. Right? I still think that Chris Middleton's number I two. I think I like him better than Middleton. See, here's my thing about Zach Levine. I do, actually. I don't even think it. I, I know I oh, do. Oh, I don't. Is is So him, wa- him yelling at his coach and then pulling up from 40, essentially. Hitting. Hitting. Yeah, great. Is that, that like, that's just not at all conducive to like a winning environment fam i'm not don't paying do, him don't i'm do not that. Don't why do that. why he's been with he's been with the timberwolves when it was him wiggins and carlington towns they didn't win anything then he goes to the bulls they haven't won anything and that no shot, the bulls hasn't you can't say that shot is not conducive to winning that team and yelling, yelling is not at that conducive to yelling winning. at that yelling at your coach who's and then their coach jim boylan listen i'm saying you i'm yelling at jim I'm saying you, like, yell at your coach and then you pull up just to show him what. And, yeah, you make it awesome. Uh, I'm saying, like, I just, I would not want, like, I would steer clear of him. He hasn't won anywhere he's been. Okay, but you said he's not the second option, so he was the third option in Minnesota, you would say? Cat won. Probably, yeah. Okay, and so you have... Poor leadership and lazy players at the top. I mean, so, he's at the top right now, and he's got poor leadership. He's got a poor team. They're young. Who, They're in the middle of a rebuild. They've been rebuilding since '98. That's just not facts. <laughs> they're, they're sorry. In, they're, they're in the minus middle the rose of, years. They're they're in but the middle long, of a rebuild. How long have they been rebuilding this team? A couple years. What's a couple? Ever yeah. since Jimmy Butler left. Which was two, three years ago, two years ago. I think they were rebuilding before that. I think they were, and I think they went and tried to do Jimmy. This is third trimester of a rebuild. (laughs) I'm just telling you, Zach Levine's not the answer. Straight up. He's not. He, bro, he. The answer for them, but he's, uh, he's fine. Uh, all he does is dunk and, um. Stop, don't do that. um, She's 38% from three. Um, shoots forty five percent from the field, thirty eight percent, giving you twenty five and a half points a game. All right, five rebounds, four assists. Like, I'm not mad at it. Don't get me wrong, Zach Levine is not the best player on your team. One hundred percent agree, but if I'm you, rebuilding a team, you could have a solid team. And like, if Chris Milton disappears in the playoffs again. You're trusting Zach I'm Levine. I'm 100% would rather have Zach Levine. I'm at like 90% right now. Because no. Zach Levine, at the bare minimum, is he can score. Like That's what he does. He can he can go out and get you a bucket. I just... I just I, you just don't like him. I just don't like him. I don't... You got to be objective. You got to talk about his game, not your personal... You're letting your own emotions get to you. No, I think, I think if I'm talking about the valuation of player and if I'd like him to be on my team or not, I don't really think it's a whole, I think like it's a combination of, yeah, he's been like a pretty good player, but I don't at all. His baggage that he carries, his baggage that he carries is not even close to the value that he provides on the team. He's, he's increased his points per game every year, except for, his first year in Chicago when he only played 24 games and tore his ACL. 
His shooting percentage has he's, increased. He's averaging 25 with the Bulls. Yeah. What you want him to average? 35? He, he's, he's, the, he's the guy on the Bulls who you were saying are really bad, which they're not good. You're telling me you're, like, I just... But, like, name their starting five. You I got mean, Colby White is all. really young. Well, he's been coming off the bench lately, though, but he's okay. been getting buckets. Well, he's nice. I like his game. But, like, you got rotating. You got... Markinen when he's healthy. Wendell Carter Jr. When he's healthy. I feel like he's, he's missed healthy. a bunch. Otto Porter. Oh, wait, extremely overpaid. I mean, you could say the same and about he's Zach Levine. Otto Porter got a max deal. You cannot say anything about Zach Levine. Stop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, listen, I, I didn't you, say that he was not. You sounded like you named, you, you were naming, look, you named three people and then we're like, ah, oh, geez, this is bad. <laughs> you do well, I know they're a bad I'm not saying they're a good team. I'm just saying Zach Levine is just, if, if he is the dude on the Bulls and they can't win a game and he is averaging 25 a game and is just drawing all this attention, yelling at his coach, and, like, I just don't – I would not want Zach Levine on my team. Zach Levine or Kyrie? No, don't do that. Neither. I'll, I'll Zach just... Levine or Kyrie Irving? I'll take, I'll take JaVale McGee over Stop. both of them. No, I'd take, I'd take Kyrie because Kyrie will, will win you more games than – Would he? Yes. Don't do How that. How many games did don't he win on that. the Cavs? Bro. They won eighty two games in eighty two seasons. Like he got them they got the first pick in the draft three times. <laughs> okay. So you're telling me right now you would take Zach Levino over Kyrie? For my team that I'm building? Yes. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well I that is such a You're building a team. You're taking Kyrie? Over Zach Levine? Yes. Are no, you there's nothing you could do to get me to take Kyrie. No, I'm this not take, is I'm this not is coming from someone who is incredibly slight. Like I, I just I loved Kyrie before he came to the Celtics. Came to the Celtics, blew up. I just tanked that team and the growth of a lot of the players. I dislike Kyrie. Like he's my probably my least favorite player in the NBA right now. And I'm telling you, I would take Kyrie Irving over Zach Levine a thousand times. It's just not a argument. No, I think I, I, I disagree. Okay. I'm going with Zach. Good for you. I'm happy for you that you're going to take Zach, but <laughs> well, it's just so, 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 so wrong. I don't think Zach is blowing up my, my locker room. Word. Kyrie Irving is injury prone. Kyrie Irving's just weird. Zach Levine tore his ACL. Yeah, and been balling ever since. Oh, my God. Then he, he tore his ACL and came back, won the dunk contest. Oh, my God. <laughs> You think you think he's less bouncy after the ACL? No. I'm not saying he's less bouncy. I'm just All saying right, you so can't he's, call he's, Kyrie. He's fully recovered. Ky- there's a Kyrie Irving has a, got hurt every there, season. No, there's a difference between being injury prone and then just being having having an injury. Yes. No, and Zach just Levine being whiny. Like if if you're telling me if Ke- bro if Kevin Durant was there right now, Ke- Kyrie Irving would not be injured. I can, I would guarantee you that. He hurt his shoulder. What do you mean? <sighs> Like, he just got hurt. Like, you can't say that somebody coming back, he doesn't get hurt. Really? So, all all the games he took off this year. He doesn't probably doesn't take off that many games, but he got hurt. Like No, I'm telling you straight up. He has injury problems, yes, but I'm just saying a lot of the injuries that he's had over the last few years are, I 
have reason to believe that it's because he's unhappy. If Kevin Durant was there this year, Kyrie's playing through whatever. No, he might not have set it down for the season. He's and playing got through whatever. But he still misses a bunch of games because he got hurt. Uh, he doesn't miss a bunch of games. I'm telling you, oh all these goodness. all these NBA players have injuries of some kind or some form or another. For sure, you can't tell me that they don't. Right? I'm They're, not saying that they don't. Exactly. I'm just saying so, that <laughs> this man's having a season-ending surgery for like how many times has he done that? Like three or four times. I'm at just this telling point? you straight up, Kyrie Irving, yes, is injury prone, but you That's can't. You can't. You can't say point. he's injury prone. Like you can't use that as an excuse to take one or the other when they both have injuries that have ended their seasons and when Kyrie's have a lot of the times arguably been because he's been unhappy or whiny. You think Kyrie's injury in the finals is because he was unhappy or whiny? No, you're that's that's not what I'm saying at but all. But what in, so so you're saying when he this was with the Celtics, the Celtics. He, took, he took a bunch of time off. When he went back to Cleveland, he didn't play with the Celtics. When he went back to Boston, he didn't play with the Nets. He does not want to play. He he takes specific games off because of injury. I'm telling you straight I'm not up right talking now, about single singular games. Which is a, but those games have added up over the course of his over the course of his last few seasons. All right. I'm I'm saying I feel like this man has been injured a lot. I'm saying that he does sustain injuries, yes, but a lot of the games he takes off because he's injured are because he is unhappy. Like, yeah, he gets and like I could be I could be a hundred percent wrong. And I admit that I could be a thousand all these injuries could be very valid. All I'm saying is his injuries have come at a time where it's been more convenient than not, with the exception of the fifth sixteen fifteen. 15 playoffs? When they won? No, when they lost. First year. The yeah, 15. 15. 15 when they lost. Um, and So, uh, Kyrie Hurd got hurt at Duke. He played 51 games his first season, 59 games his second season, 71, 75, 53, 72, 60, 67, 20. Yeah, he takes off a lot of games. Because <laughs> he's fucking hurt. <laughs> That's just... Who is he ducking his first th- two seasons where he didn't even play 60 games in either, in either season? He was playing with the Cavs. He he was playing with Anthony Bennett. Fam. That's got to take a toll on somebody's just mental well-being. I'm telling you. <laughs> he played with junk teammates in Cleveland. Yeah. And then LeBron comes in and brings him to the finals. Stop. Don't do that. I'm saying that is an accomplishment that we should at some point talk about. LeBron James is different. Like Exactly. Exception to the rule. Like for exa- like all... for example, your question earlier, who could Zach Levine be number two and be and they could win? Matthew Delavadova could be number two. I don't want Okay, so that's my point. So you can't use if you can't if I can't use that with Zach Levine, you can't use that with Kyrie. I, I wasn't using that with Kyrie. I was just saying I was just providing an example of, of I like to make just LeBron the plugs best when example. I can, and that's just a LeBron plug. It's uh, very shameless. All right. So, anyways, we, so uh, we, the consensus should be Kyrie Irving or Zach Levine. Yeah, I guess whatever. <laughs> okay. Moving on. I'm gonna give you these two trade scenarios. What? Nothing. <laughs> give me the give me the trade scenarios. I did some trade trackers as part of my How do I fix the Suns? And they're actually hilarious. So, three-team trade between the Phoenix Suns, Minnesota Timberwolves, and Chicago Bulls. Okay. Phoenix Suns get Zach Levine, Laurie Markkinen, uh, is it Mikel Beasley? 
Malik yeah. Beasley? Malik Beasley. Malik Beasley. Oh, yeah, Malik Beasley. Malik Beasley yeah. and Amari Spellman. Timberwolves get Devin Booker and Wendell Carter Jr. And the Bulls get Evan Turner, Kaminsky, Jake Lehman, Okogi, Ty Jerome, and Jacob Evans. So they're just getting a new roster? <laughs> the Suns would be minus two wins, apparently. Uh, Minnesota would be plus eight, and the Bulls would be minus 11. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the second trade, and this is my favorite, involves the Phoenix Suns, Golden State Warriors, Timberwolves, and Milwaukee Bucks. The Suns get Evan Turner, George Hill, and DiVincenzo. Minnesota gets Devin Booker. Bucks get Wiggins, Oubre Jr., and Beasley. And then the Warriors get Giannis and Jake Lehman. Who do the Suns get again? The Suns get Evan Turner, George Hill, and DiVincenzo. That's how you're solving the Suns? I'm not, this is this was me just messing oh, with the trade thing. Oof. This is not even... That's I was going to say, this, I was wait, like, hold on, hold on. This is not even the best part of the trade. The Suns... Minus four wins. Timberwolves, plus nine wins. The Bucks, minus 21 wins. And the Warriors. The Warriors go up by a billion. Adding Giannis, minus 27 wins. That's just. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) You're telling me you add. I want whatever drugs. Arguably the best player on the planet. Yeah, I want We know he's not, but he can argue it. Minus 27? They have like 12 wins. (laughs) They're not even going to get to 27 this year. Yeah, it's tough. I'll be honest. (laughs) (laughs) They're going winless. It's 0 82, boys, for them. Oh, my gosh. They're not going to win for a season and a quarter. That's crazy. Anyway. All right, so let's fix the Suns. All right, let's fix the Suns. This is more difficult than I thought. Partially because I was using the trader to see how I could get rid yeah. of Devin Booker. Yeah, full <laughs> full disclosure, I did not use the trade checker, so I'm just going off intuition. Oh, man. Goodness. Yeah. All right, so Aaron Baines, Frank Kaminsky, Dario Saric, and Javon Carter all will no longer be under contract after this season. Okay. How, wait, who? Baines, Kaminsky, Sarek, and Javon Carter. Well, I mean, Kaminsky's got a team option. I'm going to decline it. <laughs> oh, you're declining his option. Okay. For, for, for $5 million, you're declining it? Okay. <laughs> Word. I forgot that you could do that. That's right. Yeah, it's a team option. Yeah, you're saying, bye, Frank. Um, Kelly Oubre and Diallo are under contract through 2021, so after this season, those will be expiring deals. Rubio, Aiden, Bridges, Okobo, all through 2022. Cam Johnson, Ty Jerome, Jalen, I don't know how to say his last name. Okay. Yeah, sure. I, I also... Am, uh, 2023, and then yeah. they have Devin Booker through 2024. Yep. Um... The problem that I had is I don't think Devin Booker and Aiton necessarily work great together. So Devin Booker is six and a half pick and roll possessions and only 5.7 points off pick and roll per game. This is Booker? This is Devin Booker. Okay. His points off pick and roll are lower than Mike Connolly and Jeff Teague, amongst other people. Yeah. So that does to me doesn't seem like they're maximizing that. But I'm going off the assumption that the Suns would probably keep Devin Booker, and I couldn't figure out how to trade him to the Timberwolves. 
Do you really want to see that trio pair up? It's not that I want it. It's I think that the Timberwolves really want it. The same way that they irrationally wanted D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. So I'll leave that out there. They didn't give up that much for him. They didn't. But they're going to be the same in terms of wins. It'll be fine. Um, So the outlook that I went with is they are a very young team. So it's part of this idea that they're like, super young so they're just not ready to win yet mm-hmm. and they have like zero veteran leadership yep they're two veteran leaderships and people that are over 20 okay i'll go with over 25 uh frank kaminsky 26 ricky rubio 28 and aaron baines 32 shout out aaron baines so outside of aaron outside of aaron baines who's rubio no rubio was on the jazz so he's made the playoffs very little experience yeah. Playoff wise, uh, Frank Gaminski was on the Hornets, so terrible. Uh, Ricky Rubio was on the Timberwolves, so terrible. Um, but he's kind of coming to his own. I think that finding a guard that you can maybe start over Rubio and then have Ru- when Booker goes out, you do a lot of pick and roll with Rubio and Aiden, I think kind of unlocks both of their games. Um. Mm-hmm. So, I will go with... I'll start with bigs. I think three bigs I looked at, Montres Harrell is a free agent, Otto Porter Jr. and Serge Ibaka. I think Harrell, they should go after. Big energy guy. Is, it's going to come out a lot you, of money. You're going to have to pay him a little bit, but mm-hmm. I think that he gives you an energy and kind of an experience, and the Clippers are probably going to go at least to the Western Conference Finals, if I had to guess. Like, if I was putting money on it, that's where I would say. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a fair assumption. Um, so, and, you know, they were a gritty team that came back from 30 points to beat the Warriors last year. Um, so he kind of knows how to win. I think also having that pick and roll that he can run with Rubio will be reminiscent of what he runs with Lou Will. Not necessarily, it won't be the same, but... You can kind of keep him in a role that he's comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, Otto Porter, I think you can get cheap just because he got overpaid. And so I think people may be a little out on him. Good player. Um, but then Serge Ibaka I think is another one. Veteran leadership. He was on good Thunder teams. He was on the Raptors team last year. He can spread the floor a little bit to the three-point line. And so I think that allows you to um, just kind of clear – the paint for Devin Booker to work and just let him maximize, you know, doing what he does as long as he doesn't get double teamed. Um, so I think Harold Abaka, I think would be two good pickups and would add a little age to their team. Um, to add three point shooting, I would add Joe Harris is going to be a free agent, although probably resigns with the Nets, but in a perfect world, um, Cam Johnson shoots, 40% from three, mm-hmm. and then Booker and Bridges shoot 35. Mm-hmm. Booker's almost at 36%. So they don't really have much three-point shooting. Um, so I think someone like Joe Harris could expand the floor for them and give them a real option. Jordan Clarkson is going to be a free agent, who I think would be a solid pickup for them. He's playing well with the Jazz. Um, just a solid player. He's got a lot of experience playing with LeBron being on those Cavs teams. So. Yeah. Um, and then I think I'll, I'll say my number one go get him guy. 
Um, I'm going to go with Bogdan Bogdanovich. Yep, from the Kings. Yeah, and then I would have him start at point, which he's, he's listed as a shooting guard. I saw him play in person in the FIBA tournament this summer. He he handled the ball quite a bit yeah. for Serbia. So it's not foreign to him. I think it unlocks his minutes. That dude is nice. Like He can ball. He can score. Um, I think he takes a lot more. He'll take more pressure off of Devin Booker with his scoring. Mm-hmm. Rubio is great, but um, definitely a pass for his point guard. Um, and I think Bogdanovich could kind of unleash himself in ways that he hasn't been able to with the Kings. Um, so, I mean, he's been playing pretty well with the Kings, but he it, plays well. It's but like, the Kings, so. yeah, it's just kind of kind of muddled. Yeah. So, so overall, summary. I'm letting. Baines, Kaminsky, I would consider re-signing Sarge, but he hasn't seemed to recapture what he had with no. the with the 76ers, so I'm not, I don't have a problem letting him go. Javon Carter, I think you let him go. Um, perfect world, I think you bring in uh, Bogdanovich, Clarkson, Harrell, and Ibaka. I think Harris will end up staying with the Nets, especially since KD's coming back. I'm sure he thinks that team, especially being in the East, will have a shot. Um... I don't know if you want to roll the dice with Otto Porter. Um, but I think all of those players then bring in some veteran leadership for them um, and bring in a lot more playoff experience outside of Bogdanovich. And the team that I now, after I've assembled it, eight seed at best. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the issue. It's like taking this team from... Now to contender in a oh, one, no, just... it's tough to say the least. All right, you ready for mine? Well, Anthony Davis could opt out, so like, yeah, they just don't have that kind of money. No. Um. All right, so mine and you're gonna have to juggle around some money here. So Quick question before, yeah, Zach Levine or Kelly Oubre? I mean. Probably Zach Levine. Hmm, interesting. I might be flipped on that one. I kind of like Kelly Oubre. So so you're taking (laughs) Kelly Oubre over Kyrie Irving? (laughs) There's a lot of people I would take over Kyrie. Apparently, if you're thinking about Kelly Oubre. No, I would take Kyrie over Kelly, but I would take Kelly over. That makes no sense. Rock, paper, scissors. We're just going to, no, we're just going to move on. (laughs) Um... So I I'm think kidding. that book. I think that I think that book is. Um, I think he's a piece. Okay, I don't think he's the best, but I think I think he's a necessary piece. Can't be the best. Can't be the best. Um, there is a guard right now out in Washington that's not real happy with it, where he's at. Um, I hope you're talking about Beal. I am talking about uh, Bradley Beal. Yeah, thing about the the Suns um, that is interesting is they're one of a few teams that have all their first round picks for the next few years and by few I mean six um, <laughs> that could be because they haven't had a good trade offer yet or they could be saying that no nah, our picks are going to be a lot better than anybody who we're going to trade with so we want them um, which is sad but might be true, true. Um, so I'm going to just go ahead and dispose of of all of their picks or for the most part um we're trying to win now screw the future let's do it um 
which if I was actually running a team, I, I would just not, I would not do, but that's okay. For, for this, for all intents and purposes, we're going to do that now. So, um, I think you need another scorer in um, Bradley Beal. That's so funny. I like I that Bradley Beal, think, too. I think that Washington would be all right letting him go, considering where they're at, because I don't think that they are looking at that Wall-Beal combo. Well, they can't move John Wall. Well, no. And I thought you were leading with John no, Wall's unhappy. No, no, I was like, no. both sides are unhappy, don't worry. Yeah, no. I, I think that they, right now, the Wizards are probably like, look, um, I think they'd be open to offers. I'll just put it that way because yeah. I, I think the Wizards are most certainly in a more re- rebuild stage than a um, than a win now stage. Um, they did get unlucky with Wall's injuries, um, and I, it, I mean, yeah, it hasn't worked out. But you got to remember before John Wall got hurt, right? It was only two years ago that people were thinking that the Wizards would be the ones to come out of the East. I mean that that was that was a legitimate talking point, right? Like. I remember Stephen A. for a couple of years had them. I think he picked them like three years in a row to come out of the East. Like they they have they've had teams in the past and they've been good, but they haven't quite gotten there. And now with Wall's injuries, now they're not going to get there. So I think they're probably in a rebuild stage. So what I would do is I would look to secure uh, Bradley Beal. I think it'd probably take a couple first round picks at minimum. So I think you send two first round picks and Ricky Rubio to Washington. Um. And take on Bradley Beal. I think that, I mean, I that honestly probably doesn't do it. But let's just say that it does. Um, I'll clear two first-round picks and Ricky Rubio to get Bradley Beal. Um, at this point, now you need a veteran leader. I'm going to trade. Um, see, this is where it's just. I'm trading Kelly Oubre Jr. And I'm trading two more first round picks to the Oklahoma City Thunder for Chris Paul and um, Nerlens Noel in uh, in what would be essentially like a a sign a sign and trade because Nerlens Noel is a free agent after this year so let's okay so if if it's a sign and trade then yes if not then I'm going to say a first round pick and um, see it just it really hurts to give up Chris Paul I mean, to give up Uber and a first-round pick to get Chris Paul, but I think that's what would take the um, Thunder. So I'm going to say I'm going to give up Uber and a first-round pick for Chris Paul. I'm also looking – I also looked at Joe Harris. Um, I thought about Chris Paul for a second, and I was like, nah. <laughs> but so I'm with you, I'm with the you. thing about Chris Paul is he's a dog, and he's a veteran. He's like – he is – like you were saying, they don't have a veteran – he took like Chris Paul is playing with a Thunder team. He's gonna get the Thunder to a playoff to the, to the playoffs. And I think they like the six yeah, or like seven like seed. A, like a pretty high seed relative to what they are, um, with like a supporting cast of a bunch of young guys. Like, yeah, Chris Paul's not what he once was, but he's a winner, right? He hasn't won a championship yet, obviously, but like he yeah wins more games than he should be. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just wait for the thunder. <laughs> wait for the thunder. No. Um, yeah, no. I mean, I think I you you'd be certainly taking on a lot of money, but I think the the thunder would probably say if you were to offer maybe two first rounds, I think they'd eat the con the cost of the contract because uh, they don't really have to renew anybody really important until um, Che Gilgis Alexander, which they're going to opt him in because they have a team option in twenty one twenty two. So they'll like opt opt into that. Um, 
and Danilo Gallinari is either going to come off their books or they're going to re-sign him. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, like you were saying, I don't think that the Thunder, I mean, not the Thunder, the Suns, um, like e- even that trade, let's, let's put Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul, you know, I'm, I'm bringing back Frank Kaminsky and more importantly, Aaron Baines. And then you got Joe Harris. Like that team still is not. More importantly, Aaron Baines. You're Aaron tired. Baines the GOAT. Because um, he took Steph out? Aaron Baines is nice, man. Probably a nice guy, I agree. I haven't he's met him. Nice. He, I mean, he, he was at the beginning of this season. He was in, in the talks for most improved player, but that's all right. Uh, but no, you, even in that situation, like, I don't. Does a team with a core of Chris Paul, Bradley Beal, and Devin Booker, are they the favorites to win the championship? And that's just no. Can they switch to the East? Do you think they're getting by the Bucks? Well, I'm under the assumption Giannis has got two years left on the Bucks, maybe one. I think they're getting by the Celtics. With the way you constructed them, I mean, I I, I looked at Gordon I Hayward too. I certainly gave them a lot, but I don't think they're unequivocally the best team in in the league. Who says no? Gordon Hayward for Uber. The Celtics. Okay. I'll do that. I'm just saying. Like, yeah, the Celtics say no to that. Uber even puts the people on posters. That's okay. <laughs> All right, my bad. Yeah. Oh, All right, we um we got new segments this week. Yeah. We're gonna start with heating up, and I forgot the name of the other segment. <laughs> I, I <laughs> the first too. segment is is the heat is heat check. So who's heating oh, up? Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, the second one. Heating up. Yeah, let's start with that. Nikola Jokic. That dude is a problem. I'm just. I've been on the Jokic bandwagon for a while, but I don't think I've officially like said that. So. Yeah. No, you have. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, I'll say it again. Jokic has been an issue lately. Um, also heating up, which is scary, um, is Giannis. Um, the the game after Chris, or not Chris Paul, James Harden, said that, you know, I'd love to be seven feet and run and just dunk. That doesn't require skill. Like, um, and because in his interview with Rachel Nichols, I don't yeah, know I saw it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the game after that, Giannis had 41 and 20. So, like, I think that kind of... In three quarters. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of scary. Who are you siding with in this this beef? Giannis. Really? In terms... I'm not saying in terms of players. I'm in terms of... Giannis I, said... I see, what Giannis said versus what, what Harden yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's... In, I, so, okay. I think it's really... I don't know the backstory between... Um, like, I feel like Giannis wouldn't just come out and say that unless right. there was something Right, and there's no strip clubs in Milwaukee, so it's not like James Harden. Right. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, um, but no, like, I I don't know what set off Giannis to say that because um, I don't think that – I feel like he's a calculated individual. The start right? – like, the first one's a joke, right? The I want somebody that's going to pass. Like, that's a joke. You're playing that, That's a That's, jo- that's that, a theatrical. That's, that's a joke, but I feel like it would be more – I feel like that's still like a questionable comment if you're not close with the person. Giannis isn't close with James Harden. Clearly. So. But the follow up after the game was more interesting, where he said we were just attacking James Harden and whoever. Oh Harden. yeah, no, that I, that's what I was gonna get to. Like I, I don't understand what happened between them that Giannis got mad. 
Yeah, did, I don't know. More to come soon. Did he get slighted because James Harden won the MVP and he thought that he should have? I don't. I think it would have been the other way around. But well, I'm talking about the the year that, that Harden won it. Giannis was first coming up. Um, yeah, he wasn't MVP. I, I don't think he was MVP either. But that's what I'm um, saying. I don't know if how he could feel slighted. I could see what's his face. Uh, I mean, James Harden. I mean, James Harden. James Harden. Perfectly Harden. justified in his response. Yeah, no, he, he's, you got to respond. Here, if you, here's if my James problem. Harden, if you're James Harden, you got to respond. Here's my problem. No, you don't. Here's why. Okay. James Harden claims that he is the best player in the league. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to say, like, let's say this is the first year James Harden the best player in the league, and he hasn't just been the best player for, like, five years or something, whatever okay. he probably thinks. So how are the best player in the league's acting? Would LeBron respond? Yeah. With something like that? Or would he say, like, you know what, I've played, I've, I've turned the cheeks so long, I'm just going to continue doing it. <laughs> I just don't think that there's a way to respond to it. And if you think you're the best player in the league, then you're not worried about Giannis, especially if you claim that you didn't hear. That's a pride thing, though. Especially if you claim you didn't hear it, which he said. Yeah. He said, um, I didn't hear it, but I was like, you, you heard it. Thanks, yeah, no, like, listen, it's 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 a pride thing, right? Like, if if you are James Harden and you get, like, if somebody comes after you like that, like, you got to respond. So, I think he was justified in saying it. I don't think it's not like he said anything. Was he? He knows it's was not he true. that? Who knows it's not Harden. true? That Giannis is not a Giannis didn't what he what he does doesn't take any skill. Oh yeah, I mean he knows that. That's but, what I'm saying. But he, I think he fully believes that what Harden does requires more basketball skill than what Giannis does. Yeah, it does. And I think most of the players in the NBA probably think that. No, I mean it 100 percent done. I don't and, think, and I I think, don't think that true. that's not arguable. Right. And Giannis at six five is not doing everything cr- that he's right, doing. Right. Right. So. And no, but I I think that it's not like Harden came out and like you know said anything that wasn't necessarily super wrong like yeah obviously it takes skill but you see like you knew what he was saying right like yeah. you, but um yeah no I, I thought Harden had every right to respond right like if somebody calls you out like that on national television twice the timing just seems a little weird too though it's been like that's what i'm saying like i think weeks. something had to have happened because i don't understand and I don't know. Maybe there was an incident in the game that we sure. can go back. I, I don't know, or if, if there's like because you know NBA players talk amongst themselves. Um, so maybe there was something on like the inner circle that we that nobody heard about. But yeah. I, I don't understand what it is. But they don't like each other. Seemingly. Yeah. All right. So your heat, your heat check. You got Jokic. I got Jokic, and I got. And you got Giannis. Giannis. Oh, sorry, and Jason Tatum, but no, don't. Don't give me that. I just needed to shout it. I just needed to, you know, I, you, make the plug. You could say it. You just don't have to shout no, it. No. My with ears Jason hurt. Jason Tatum, I do. He is, yeah, I mean. Jason Tatum or Jokic? <laughs> In the years to come, Tatum. Oh, right now it's Jokic? Uh, I think Jokic is a better player right now than Jason Tatum. Okay. That's fair. Um, uh, my heating up is going to be uh, I'm going with Golden State. 
Curry coming back, hopefully this week, I think uh, that's going to lead to at least they will win 50% more of the games. Like 50% of the games they won, so they're, what, they're 12 games this year. Curry will get so them six you, wins. Curry will get them six wins. Is that even a hot take? Oh, they're heating up, baby. Okay, all right, yeah. I mean, I hope that he gets them six wins. Uh, <laughs> I hope. I hope he doesn't, though, kind of, because I, I want this number one pick. So we can get LaMelo. LaMelo's going to take us to a championship. Okay. Him and Wiggins are going to click. It's going to be great. Okay. But you know, okay. Um, I think I'll give I'll give some respect to the Raptors too in the heating up segment. I think that they are a better team than a lot of people thought, including myself. I didn't have them in my top four teams when we picked top four teams to come out of the West and East, and I'm gonna put them in my top four now. I thought they were very close to beating the Bucks, um, and I got, I watched that game so that they they can play for sure. And I think they're a better team than people they think. They remind me a lot of the Mike Budenholzer led. Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. So really good regular season team. Yeah, they're not gonna win a title. They're not gonna win a title. All right. Uh so who you got who's gonna face the heat? Who's gotta face the heat? You wanna start? I'll start. Seventy Sixers gotta face the heat. Ben Simmons out at least two weeks. Joel Embiid out at least two games with a sprained shoulder. They don't seem to know what Ben Simmons back injury is. This would have been a great time to figure out if they're better off without Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid, and they're going to have to figure out they're better out without either. Um, I think Al Horford has a lot on his shoulders right now. This is a great time for him to kind of prove he was worth Feel money. Feel like he's fitting in. He's been unhappy with the amount of points he's been getting. Tobias Harris, funny. I think, needs to play as well. That When they sign Al Horford, I question the fit there off the – like from the beginning, he's it, more than welcome back to Boston. I'll tell you that doesn't seem to work. Mm-hmm. Al Horford or Aaron Bain? Stop. Okay, um, I think that Duke needs to face the Heat. Duke needs to face the Heat. Duke is in a lot of trouble. They're like the season is kind of shaping up to be a perfect first round exit yep. from the tournament type of team. Um, and I was gonna put the Heat on there. But Jimmy Butler said he's not scared of nobody, so I'm gonna do it anyway. I'm putting the Heat on there. The Heat have lost a well. lot of games to bad teams lately, so they just seem yeah, to still be on well. vacation mode. Um, I think that turned around for the playoffs, and I still don't think people necessarily want to play them. But more than ever, they seem to be another piece away, especially with they look kind of bad when Jimmy doesn't play. Mm-hmm. All right, who you got facing the Heat? Um, this week, um, I was going to have Duke basketball, um, don't think they're a championship contending team, um, but I will give you a non-basketball facing the heat. Robert Kraft, give Tom Brady whatever he wants. And I'll, there are a lot of reports coming out that he's not going back. Um, I think people are forgetting that the CBA is yet to be signed. So nobody's in contact with anybody. Um, I think that's overblown across the board, but go ahead. 100%. Like, if, listen, 
I think he's still coming back to the Patriots. I'm, Did you I'm, see the Instagram thing? Yeah, I said that's a that was hundred percent. Just they were messing with people. Hundred percent. Hold on, dude. They you knew they had cameras on them all game. You're telling you me. You're telling me they have. They were like, you, Yo. You're telling me they have cameras on them all game, and and they're just like, oh, let's Facetime Mike Vrabel just cause, just to like talk about it because he's because I'm going to Tennessee, and it, this definitely won't get caught on film, or it like come on now, they're both smarter than on that. their phone. Dude, the, Brady played with him. All right. Go ahead. You got it. This is your time. My bad. And Robert Kraft, even though they haven't been, like, officially, even though what I just said about the CBA not being signed yet and them not being in contact yet, um, I don't care. Just make a statement that you're going to sign him, please. That's it. Oh, and Bill Belichick, um, if this is because you, you're being – a because you're being classic Bill Belichick and not talking to players who want money, um, then please get over yourself or something. I just don't want him to leave. That's I think you're I a little worried now. I'm not worried. You weren't worried I'm not, a couple I'm weeks not ago. Worried. I'm still not you're worried. You're more worried. Don't tell me that you're Tom not... Brady is going to Tennessee for I'm, a year. I'm just asking. I don't care where he goes. I'm saying, are you more worried that he's leaving than you were maybe no. two weeks ago? No. All right, I wouldn't have brought it up if I wasn't worried, but that's okay. All right, we got to get out of here. This has been Heat Check. We'll catch you Brandon and Greg. Volume E, I think. Volume E. <laughs> See you next week. Yeah.